Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Great Day. While I was driving through Altoona one day, I stopped at a red light at a major intersection. As I turned to my left, I could see a middle-aged woman who was not talking on the cell phone, but texting. For the next few minutes, I kept glancing to my left to watch her actions. Her eyes were down and focused on her phone. 
only occasionally glancing up to check the status of the red light. When the red light turned green, she was still texting and proceeded through the intersection and disappeared into the traffic. I contemplate the millions of dollars spent on advertising to educate and warn drivers of the perilous dangers of texting while driving. Yet with all the millions of dollars spent, this middle-aged woman ignored the plain warnings about texting while driving. This incident made me think of other warnings which are ignored. We have warning labels on cigarettes and cleaning products and warning signs and lights throughout our transportation system. Health warning labels have adorned cigarette packages since 1966 when they first appeared in the United States. In the decades since, they have spread steadily throughout the world, in many instances becoming more strongly worded, more prominently placed, and more graphic over time. So we have warning about cigarettes since 1966, but people still smoke. Traffic warning signs such as bridge may be icy or bridge ices before road are intended to warn drivers of potential dangers during the winter weather. We have traffic warning signs, but people still drive recklessly. We have warnings about weather conditions, but people still get hurt or die when they ignore the warnings. These and so many other warnings are more and are simply ignored by many individuals. What about the warning signs of death, of hell? Romans chapter 6 verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, it's not of works, lest any man should boast. Unfortunately, these Bible verses are ignored. God's message of love, of grace, of eternal life are ignored. Where will your death take you? If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you will go to a Christless eternity. Do not ignore God's warning sign about eternal life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and receive God's promise of eternal life. You must believe before it is eternally too late. To all believers who have trusted Christ their Savior, continue to pray for and share the gospel with the unsaved. You are the ones who are sharing God's love and God's grace and warning the unsaved of the dangers of hell and of a Christless eternity if they die without the Lord as their Savior. Listen now as Esther Morris sings for us this beautiful song, Touch Me Again.
Blessed Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, you all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us on the piano this beautiful song entitled, Nothing But the Blood. About 300 years ago, Thomas Ken decided to write three hymns for the boys at a college in Winchester, England. Each hymn was to be sung at a certain time of the day. The first, Awake My Soul, was for the morning. The second, All Praise to Thee, was for the evening after supper. 
And the third one, My God, Now I Sleep Awake, was to be sung at midnight. The strange thing about these hymns was that they all had the same refrain. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The hymns were introduced to the boys, and the refrain immediately became popular. When the boys completed their courses and went on with their lives, they carried the words and music with them all over England. It was not long before the song was introduced to many of the churches as an opening hymn or after the offering was taken. This hymn of praise soon spread to other English-speaking countries, including the American colonies in Canada. How surprised Thomas Ken would be to know that his words would be sung for so many years. Today, praise God from whom all blessings flow is heard in churches all over the world as a doxology meaning voicing praise. No doubt the reason for the long life and the popularity of these four lines is because they express so well the joy that is in the hearts of believers as they offer praise to God. Listen to the words of this song as Liz Harris sings for us, Not For A Moment.
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 4, I'd like to read verses 1 through verse number 3, and it's found all the way down through verse number 11. I encourage you, I hope you have your Bibles open or following as we study God's Word together. Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Mark chapter 1, verses 12 and verse 13. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Matthew, Mark, Luke. All records the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew Chapter 4, verse 1, that he was led of the Spirit in the wilderness. Mark chapter 1, verse number 12, that he was driven, the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And Luke chapter 4, verse number 1, that Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, was led. So here's the context. You had the water baptism of Christ, and then it was followed by those words, here is my beloved Son. So immediately, following the Lord Jesus Christ's water baptism to fulfill all righteousness, following the words, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased, the Holy Spirit led, drove the Lord Jesus Christ into the wilderness. There, the Lord Jesus Christ fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And in the study of biblical numbers, the number 40 is the number of testing. Here are just a few examples of the number 40 in the Word of God. During the time of Moses, Moses was in the mount for 40 days. During the time of Noah, it rained for 40 days. The spies in the land, Jonah and Nineveh, 40 days. Following the Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection, but before His ascension, He was on earth for 40 days teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. You will note as you read the record of the temptation twice, 
Satan is going to say to Lord Jesus Christ, if thou be the Son of God. He is not asking if you are, but I'm really not sure that you are. Satan is literally saying, I know who you are. I know that you're the Son of God, and this is what I want you to do. Three temptations, Lord Jesus Christ. And you could also read Genesis chapter 3, verse number 8, where it talks about the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eyes. Stones to bread. To jump off the pinnacle of the temple and the kingdoms of this world. The Lord Jesus Christ responded by what? Quoting the word of God. It is written, it is written, it is written. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 16, and Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13, and the 10th chapter verse number 20. Satan also said is written, when you read Matthew chapter 4 verse number 6, notice these words. And he saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Yes, I understand what Satan was doing. We realize and recognize this, in fact, in your own personal study. Get Matthew chapter 4, verse number 6. Get Psalm number 91, verse 11 and 12. Have them side by side, and you will see that Satan subtracted words. Satan added words. But what you have to understand is that Satan has read the Bible, and Satan knew that Psalm number 91 was a messianic psalm. And if the Lord Jesus Christ had thrown himself off the pinnacle of the temple, it would have resulted in the elect angels in subjection to Satan's will. And the third temptation is that Satan's claim to own all the kingdoms of the world, the Lord did not dispute this fact. There's a leading commentary that basically says that this promise that Satan showed him all the kingdoms of the world and promised him to Jesus if he would acknowledge and worship Satan, that they think this is laughable. That's absolutely wrong. The Lord Jesus Christ did not dispute what Satan was saying. The reality is that the Lord Jesus Christ had failed in any one of these three. This world would be totally different. Everything would be totally different than it is today. But he had victory. And what we need to understand and realize that there are even some believers who do not believe in the millennial kingdom reign of Christ, where Christ will return and literally reign over the earth. Satan knew that. These temptations, as we said, were not only on the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, but also attacking the plan and the program of God. The Lord Jesus Christ, these were real temptations. But we need to emphasize, Lord Jesus Christ did not sin, and he could not have sinned because he was God manifested in human flesh. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. As Peter says, there was no guile found in him. If you have any questions... Bible questions concerning our study in the life of Christ or any other biblical questions that you would like answered during a Wednesday night Bible study, ask the pastor. Please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131 or email Pastor Stewart at Altoona Bible at altoonabible.org. The Word of God is so beautiful that we need to study it, need to understand it. 
Have you trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Paul, when he went to Antioch of Pisidia, is recorded in Acts 13. His message there was, and by him all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Justified to be declared righteous. When you trust the Lord Jesus Christ, when you recognize that you're a sinner and trust the Lord Jesus Christ, God will save you. If you've never trusted him, you need to trust him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late. And for us who are believers, we need to keep studying God's word. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my